I'm Libby Rothschild, former clinical dietitian who transformed into a full-time virtual business owner. It was only one year ago when I made $55,000 a year in my clinical job. And now I make $100,000 a month being my own boss. And you can do this too. My clients, who are all female dietitians and students, started from zero and created six-figure, multi-six-figure businesses by following my proven method. And they've all been guests on air. My proven method shows you how to attract cash paying clients using social media marketing strategies that work. You don't have to guess, waste time, or hold yourself back when you follow my step-by-step method. Welcome to the Dietitian Boss Podcast. I'm your co-host, Marissa Kai Millick, registered dietitian and binge freedom coach. As your guest host, I'm interviewing dietitian bosses and sharing their stories to inspire you to take action and create a six-figure income using social media marketing. Megan Anthony Plaka is a licensed dietitian nutritionist who empowers women to be strong by using food as fuel to get the most out of their strength training workouts. Her mission is to help women build strong, healthy bodies so they can become confident and feel more powerful in their lives. As a woman who has completed six powerlifting competitions and strength trains regularly, she's passionate about performance nutrition. Megan is the author of Push Past Perfect, an inspirational self-help book about overcoming perfectionism with nutrition and fitness. She lives in New Jersey with her husband and two teenage kids and practices nutrition virtually for clients worldwide. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today, Megan. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here. Of course. Is there anything from the bio we left out? I think that's everything. Great. Okay. So just to get started here, why don't you give our viewers and listeners a little more information on where you started out versus where you are now? Okay, sure. So when I started out, I was really confused as to what direction I was going into. And I didn't know where I fit into with nutrition. So that's kind of been my biggest struggle all along is finding out or figuring out how I can best serve women with my skills. And although I'm still on that journey of figuring that out and getting clearer on that, I've come so far. So when I look back and I look at the progress I've made, then I see how far I've come. Yeah. So with getting clearer, like you said, on who you work with and kind of what your target is with your nutrition philosophy, let's talk about the clients that you work with. What is your current niche? And is this where you started or did it evolve? It's definitely evolved. So it's funny because when I started working with Libby in the dietitian boss group, I kind of, I compared it with my niche challenge, I compared it to being in an ice cream store, like where you want to try all the flavors. And it's been really hard to commit to one specific thing, not because I was trying to appeal to everyone, but I wanted to figure out like, where do I feel best aligned? And from a marketing perspective, what do women want? What do they need? And that's been the biggest challenge all along. And I've received so much support in the group in doing that. But my current niche is serving women who are into strength training, weightlifting, powerlifting. And this is something that I'm personally passionate about. And I've seen that so many women have been caught up in dieting to get smaller or to lose weight or to build confidence on having this ideal body type. And I want to offer them the option that instead of dieting, they can be fueling their bodies 
to get stronger, which helps them build confidence and show up in all areas of their life as more powerful women. So that that is where my current niche is, but it's not where I was all along. I've pivoted a few times. Right. That's a beautiful reflection. And I really love hearing you talk about that because I can just feel the passion that you have (laughs) for this group, which is really amazing to work with people that you really align with. So when you say it evolved, where was it before you started in this group? For a while, I was trying to hone in on a specific health condition. And that is still something that is kind of, it's in my head. It's still there. But I was doing a lot of work with stress, anxiety, and things like hormonal imbalances that related to adrenal and thyroid dysfunction. And I had a lot of trouble kind of explaining that in the right language to people. So that's where I started out. When I started out in the program, I was kind of moving into the adrenal thyroid area. It didn't quite feel comfortable to me, even though it's still, I don't know if that makes sense. It's still yeah. something It's still something that's important, but moving towards wanting to empower women to be strong, that's really what felt inspiring to me. And I felt that I can best help women with. So mm-hmm. I may be able to weave in the hormonal stuff in the future. That's something that I'm still working on. Right. Yeah. It is so important to get clear. And it sounds like you've recognized that while there are so many different problems for women that you want to help, if you're trying to market to everybody, you're helping nobody, which is what Libby says. So yeah, I love that you were able to recognize that and recognize how that wasn't clear and really shift. So when you were kind of shifting your niche, what was your process for getting clearer on who you wanted to serve? It really came down, that was really a big challenge and it still is. It really came down to boiling down to what the biggest problem is for a particular niche. So like I said, I'm still going through this process, but for example, with adrenal and stress-related things, it kept coming down to well, what do women really want? And it kept coming down to weight loss and not that there's anything wrong with with the weight loss niche. I did try that for a little while. I just didn't feel totally aligned with that. I didn't feel like that's where my best, wasn't putting my best foot forward of how I could help women. So it was really like, if that makes sense, it's trying to figure out, well, whatever topic or whatever area you're looking to go into, it's boiling down. Well, what is that biggest problem? And is that biggest problem, something that I'm skilled or I feel aligned with serving. Does that make sense? (laughs) Definitely. No. So when you were clearing things up, you were identifying those big problems, but also identifying how can I help? And if I can't help with this, what can I help with? So I hear you. It's all about getting clearer on how you can serve those problems. So yeah, I love that. And it is an ongoing process always to try to get more clear and make sure you're targeting those big problems of your ideal client. So now that you're more clear with your niche market, can you walk us through your process of creating your offer in your business? Sure. So I'm currently offering a three-month package. And in the beginning, when I started working with Libby, I really had to take a closer look at that because what I learned is you can offer all of these things, but if it's not really what the client needs or wants, it's not serving the right purpose. So I had to really look at actually paring down some of the things that were on my list in that package and 
taking a closer look at how much support does a client need in a three-month time period and breaking that down. So I didn't make, make huge changes, but it was taking away some things which led me to be more confident with what I'm offering. Great. And so with respect to selling your offer, what has been the biggest challenge and what has been surprisingly easier than expected? I can't say there have really been any challenges, but I think that I thought that someone needs to have multiple things to offer. So having a one-month pack, one-month package or having single sessions and having a three-month package and a six-month package and all these different things. And it's complicated for the nutritionist to even juggle all that. So it's even more complicated for a client to understand what you're offering when you have too much going on. So simplifying and bringing it down to one thing and understanding that has been huge for me. I know in the future, I would love to be able to offer a group program, but as I learned and as Libby really taught so well is that you want to become really in tune to your current offer. And then once that is going really well, then moving on into something else. So one thing at a time. And so that simplifying that has taken a lot of pressure off. Right. Yeah. I love that reflection about how simple is better. We want to offer so many things, but it can be confusing, not only to us, like you said, but to our clients. So I really love that reflection. So can you walk us through your experience using social media to grow your business? Yes. So what I love is using Instagram because in the beginning, I kept thinking that I had to be on multiple platforms and to figure everything out. And I love Instagram because it is simple and creating posts that, and something that I've been getting better at as time goes on, but creating posts to visually attract potential clients is a simpler process than let's say like being on Facebook where there, I think there's a lot, not that there's anything wrong with Facebook, but there's a lot of things going on and it just didn't make sense to me. So being on Instagram, it's learning how the hashtags work and learning how to use stories and simplifying the process has helped me also get clearer on who I'm serving. Yeah, that's great. So what did your Instagram feed look like before when you started compared to now? Oh, my Instagram was a hodgepodge of different stuff. So it was like, I would wake up one day and feel inspired to post something and I would put it out there and, you know, you would get some likes, but it really wasn't, it really wasn't going anywhere. It wasn't clear. And starting in January on my own, I decided, okay, I'm going to commit to posting every day. And I came up with this very carefully planned out grid of how I wanted everything to be. And like Mondays, I posted something, a certain thing every Tuesday, every Wednesday, there was a whole plan to that. And it looked beautiful, looked great, but it wasn't attracting potential clients. And even though it looked good and it was all organized, what I learned is that it's not just about creating like this beautiful grid or putting out these beautiful posts you have to be putting out things that are aligned with a specific problem that you're trying to solve. And that has made a huge difference. So even when I look at my carefully designed grid for the first few months of the year compared to what it is now, there's a huge difference and it's made such a bigger impact. 
Yeah. I love that reflection because it's not just about the consistency. Like you had that schedule going, which is good, but it is about what is the content saying? Like, what is it targeting? So I love that you're able to keep up that consistency, but transition your message in your post. So what is your process for creating your Instagram content now? I have come a long way with that. In the beginning, I was thinking so much about what to post and it is getting easier as time goes on. I think about what I'm trying to communicate or what message I want to say. And then I spend some time thinking about how do I want to communicate that visually? What's the best way visually? And then I'm just starting to really analyze because I've pivoted a few times. So I've had to reanalyze my insights, but looking at the insights on Instagram and also using a spreadsheet to look at, at different metrics to see, well, what posts are performing the best and trying to recreate those posts. So in the beginning, it was kind of a, you know, a guessing game, but now that there's insights to look at, it makes more sense now. Mm-hmm. So like, to as to which posts to re- recreate and try to duplicate that. Yeah. Recreating top performing posts are so important. And I love that you've recognized that and you track them so that you can continue to get better by using what works. Very clear. I love that. So what one or two tips do you have for the listeners about how to effectively build the like, know, and trust factor on their Instagram? That's a great question. I I would definitely say to step outside of your comfort zone and to just do it. And I know that sounds a little bit cliche, but Libby has said, I've, I've heard her say this numerous times, the best way to get better at doing something is to just do it, like to get better at creating content, just keep creating content. So for me, the biggest challenge was doing video stories. And I think that's one of the best ways to build that that trust and for people to get to know you. But that was super scary for me because I am not confident with public speaking at all. And I much rather type out a response or type out a caption because I can really think about what I'm saying. But I know that it was so important to do those stories, to do the video stories. And in the beginning, I committed to doing one a week. And it would literally, like I'm almost embarrassed to admit, it would literally take me all day because I would rehearse what I was going to say and memorize what I was going to say. And even though it, it didn't sound natural, I just kept pushing through. And now I'm, they're still not perfect, but I do them like three or four times a week. And I just do them on a, almost the first take. And I'm like, you know what, this doesn't sound perfect, but at least I'm putting this out there. And I do get good feedback from them because people like seeing them. So even if you're not feeling comfortable with something, just push outside that comfort zone and just do it because that's the only way you're going to get better at it. I love that. Oh, that's so important to see that transition from how you used to feel so uncomfortable with it, but you know it works. So you push through and it's getting easier and easier. So you would say, get uncomfortable and just start and show your face, right? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Awesome. So how do you stay motivated to continue in your business and marketing on Instagram and move forward with limited time? I committed to, in the beginning of the year, even before starting the Libby's program, to post six days a week and to show up for my audience because the only way to grow and be successful is actually to put yourself out there. So that's really my priority. And so it's not so much making the time for it, it's 
it's just being committed to the process. And when you're committed to that process, you show up no matter what. It's kind of like going to the gym. You know, some people don't, some days they don't really feel like going and they, so they, they don't want to work out, but it's showing up for yourself because you have a goal. So that's kind of how I compare it to it. That's really great advice. Thank you for that. So <laughs> what have been your best investments as you've begun to grow your business? Well, there's been a few things. One is having an EMR platform that helped me organize in multiple parts of my practice. Um, definitely the Dietitian Boss program. Not only for what I've learned, I've learned a tremendous amount in this program, but it's also the community of other dietitian bosses has been amazing to have that support and learn from what other people are doing and being exposed to all these different amazing niches that are out there because not one is better than another. They're all important. They're all serving the population in a different way. And that's just been truly inspiring to me. So being part of that community has been totally valuable. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. That was really beautiful. So what advice would you give someone who's just starting out? That's a good question. As a perfectionist, I am a total perfectionist. I know it's hard to go forward with something when you don't have everything figured out. And it's such an uncomfortable feeling. I know it was for me. But my advice is if you are feeling that way, if you're like me and tend to be a perfectionist, have faith, trust in the process, believe in yourself, and know that every imperfect move will essentially bring you closer to creating the business that you want. So just keep pushing forward and know that if you're staying still and not doing anything, your business isn't going to do anything. It's not going to move forward. Thank you. That was so inspiring for our fellow dietitian bosses. <laughs> I, I love that you shared that. <laughs> so what is next for you and your business? I just want to keep getting clear on my message and further identifying what key struggles my ideal client has. It's something that I'm continuing to do market research in different groups that I found on Facebook and trying to really figure out what women need that, that are, that's in the niche that I'm in and further refine that. That's my goal. And that's the most important thing. Great. Yeah, that's really awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. You shared some really great advice for our listeners. So why don't you let everyone know where they can find you? Sure. Thank you. Um, my website is fuelyourpower.com. It currently needs a lot of updating as it doesn't reflect my current niche because I've changed, but I can be found on Instagram. My handle is powerlifting.nutritionist. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. And I look forward to following you on Instagram. Thank you so much for having me. If you identify as a female dietitian or student, apply to my coaching program. I'm accepting applications now. My clients go from zero to exceeding their sales goals. I save you time, energy, and I show you how to confidently become a dietitian boss. Thousands of your colleagues from around the world are doing it, and so can you. Apply on my website at LibbyRothschild.com and check the show notes if you want that link right away.